So after all of these episodes that we've done of Drunk Marketing, I would say probably over 50% of the episodes have been recorded while we drank White Claw Hard Seltzer. Would you agree? Or at least close to 50%? Yeah, I don't know. Followed, followed by like rosé maybe. Yeah. Like other random wines. I feel like we had a truly, like truly... We did occasionally, well, hard seltzer in general, but yeah. like pretty recently, I mean, even outside of this podcast, like I almost exclusively drink White Claw nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we went to my cousin's this weekend and like we brought White Claw and then my cousin's fiance had White Claw already at the place and like everyone was everyone was jumping on board yeah. with the claws and on fish tour it's like a big thing on fish twitter now like people like all over lot would be posting pictures of their white claws we were drinking white claws it went before the fenway shows at the pool like me and my friends were all drinking them and everyone kind of realized at the same time that they liked them so it was like kind of a we coming were together them at the we drank them at the the blossom show yeah exactly tall boys of them and uh it's really just been, like, you and I, I, I would say, have drank them, seltzers at least, and definitely White Claws since last summer. Yeah. Um, 100%, because it's gluten-free, and they were, like, you know, pretty ubiquitous at that point at grocery stores and stuff like that. Um, and not, like, overly sweet, because you're, like, that's hard when you're, like, you can't yeah, drink beer. Yeah, you can drink, like, ciders or but something, it's, like, hard it's cider, yeah, yeah, like. Because I was just, I was drinking sugar. Yeah, and and these are. These even are, rosé and wine tends to be, like, a little bit. Like, yeah, it becomes too much. Like this, I could drink, like, I would drink beer. Like, if I want to have one, I can just drink one. If I want to have five, I can drink five. And, like, the, throughout the course of the night or something like that. And I don't feel like I ate, like, 10 pounds of candy or something the next day. Um, so, but, so we were drinking them last year. I think my sister, we'd have to ask her, but she was probably drinking them sometime in 2016, 17 even. Um, like, really ahead of the curve. And she would only drink White Claws, too. Um so, but I think she was kind of in that frat sorority scene that kind of was like taking them on underground. Basically, this episode is about white claws and how they became like a whole <laughs> trend in society this summer. Because we have no segue <laughs> to what our topic is, we just no. Dove we already right in. we were already talking about the topic. So, <laughs> um, but I think she was kind of a part of that frat and sorority scene that they kind of became popular with um, before even like you and I knew about them, maybe. Um, because they're really popular now still with, like, bro types, with, like, tailgating types, with, uh, like, health conscious types, like me, uh, you and I. And, you know, it's <laughs> it's pretty much all walks of life, pretty much, at least knows what White Claw is and has probably had them, if not, like, is obsessed with them and, like, drinks them exclusively. So I think I read a stat recently that White Claw is more popular now than every single craft beer. Not combined, but, like, there's no craft beer that's more popular than White Claws right now, um, which is pretty impressive because it seemingly came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was trying to, like, I actually was thinking backwards a little bit of, like, how hard seltzer, like, or spiked seltzer, I don't want to call it, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, I guess it's hard seltzer. Um, like became a drink of choice and i really kind of read down the board a couple of people that was you know had initially said like they drank light beer and this was like a good seg from light beer mm-hmm. um something else that maybe had a little bit more flavor um and then you've got like the people who are drinking like limeritas and i saw a meme today it was like white claws or like limeritas that went to college <laughs> <laughs> um well, it's like a rich four loco or like, you know. Yeah. But then I was I was thinking, like, I was a big vodka tonic drinker. 
Um, well, vodka soda, yeah. Yeah, you drink vodka soda. It's like kind of that like carbonated drink, but like you know, it's it's not as it's not going to hit you as hard as a vodka or gin and tonic. So you and then you also have this balance of people who are coming off of this really peak, huge peak of Lacroix, which was like you know a joke. Spiked well, (laughs) spiked water though, or or not spiked. Sparkling water is still a huge trend. I mean, that's you know, you get any brand will make sparkling water now. Like I drink San Pellegrino all the time. We have a soda stream. Um, and that's a big, that's a big trend now too. So it's just kind of like people, this movement of like carbonation and, and water is having a moment right now. Yeah. And the fact that they put alcohol in it was not like, obviously someone was going to do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. So the one thing I read was like this guy was in 2012 and it was the people who it was spiked seltzer was the brand. Uh-huh. Um, he did a Google search for spiked seltzer and nothing came up. Yeah. And it was like, I found the thing that I'm going to make my money on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they were owned by Bud, if I recall. No, not Bud. Not Anheuser-Busch. I don't don't know who you're talking about. I get this hard seltzer, the one, the spike seltzer that I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't remember the brand. But that was 2012, so it was like super early on. And they had like some, you know, nice spiky graphs. But of the articles that I read, the one that I found kind of the most interesting statistic from like a I guess financial standpoint is over the past and this article was released at the beginning of July. Mm-hmm. So over the past six months, three hundred and eighty nine million dollars three hundred and eighty nine million dollars was spent on um spike seltzers totally. Mm-hmm. Seventy one million was just white claw alone. And the white claw no it wasn't white claw but it was the overall increase of Spice seltzers was a 210% increase year over year from last summer. From last summer, and White Claws from last summer was 300 some percent increase. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's White Claw summer 2019, like that's that's the hashtag or something like that. Um, so it's it's a big, big deal right now. And like I, I was talking to you earlier, but one of the reasons I think they were able to kind of hard seltzer in general and White Claw in particular. Um, able to kind of go this big to like the point of like a Bud Light almost is because they crossed that gender gap of like drink like this. You would initially kind of think, okay, it's girly, like it's a Seagram's, it's a Smirnoff type deal where, you know, clear alcohol, it's health conscious, it's fruity. Like this is a girly drink, like guys aren't really going to drink this. But I think they did a really good job with the packaging. So like the packaging, it doesn't look feminine at all. It's got a nice like white yeah like, except for like the can being like the tall the can slender being, can yeah versus... that's it but like the the logo doesn't look um feminine like the the nothing on it really screams like this is for women first of all um so i think they did a good job with that and then i don't know what they did or like how men got into it really but it's it somehow crossed the gender line and from that point it just took off so one of the things <laughs> although not white claw that i read was that the super bowl ad for bon and viv which is owned by anheuser bush which i remember seeing that out of the gate that, bon that was like the first yeah it was the first ad, commercial yeah. out of the super bowl and being like i why is there a hard seltzer and then realizing now that anheuser bush owns bon and viv that makes a lot of sense because anheuser bush is a huge super, super bowl, bowl ad, ad yeah. advertiser um, and even like I think I even remember remarking about the fact that um, there weren't as many like traditional like Anheuser Busch right. Ads. I mean, there's like one Clydesdale and yeah, like know. one dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, that that Bon and Viv kind of was like the kickoff to like the male audience. Yeah. Um, but I found again with White Claw and the way the reason that it's kind of being adopted as like the drink of choice is that like they've kept their flavor profile simple. Yeah. You've got like well, because Bon and Viv is like rosemary, black cherry, like you know yeah, like, all this stuff. This is like okay, I know what grapefruit is. I know. And what then Truly is. has too many. Like then it was like Truly has too many flavors. Yeah. You've got like the passion fruit pack and the mixed berry pack and then like the traditional citrus pack like right so and people it's just have like, to decide which ones they it's like too much yeah exactly so they're paralyzed by choice but white claw has done really you're right that's done a really good job of picking familiar flavors that people like and packaging them in a way where it's very obvious what the flavor is it's you're not like confused like oh shoot i accidentally bought mixed berry and but i wanted the citrus pack like yeah if you just did a quick glance or something like that and then with truly i know too like in some of those packs like there's always like kind of that one flavor like multiple flavors actually like i really like the raspberry lime of truly that's probably my favorite flavor if I'm going to drink a Truly. But then you got like the blueberry acai flavor it's that bad. nobody wants. Yeah, it's bad. There's like a pomegranate passion fruit one that's disgusting. Yeah. So like they have these flavor profiles that just like they, they're sticking into these multi-packs and people are like, I'm not fucking buying that because I can buy the, the white cloud multi-pack. You've got a delicious ruby red grapefruit. You've got a raspberry. You've got black cherry. And you've lime. got lime. Which, you know, I would love to swap out lime with mango. For mango, I know. But my, I, so I posted, <laughs> I started, <laughs> I, was, I really kind of like went deep into Instagram following a bunch of White Claw um, social accounts. I saw like just hundred like with before I even started, like just seeing so many memes of White Claw recently. Um, but the one that I f- saw today and I actually ended up posting or sharing. Um, but there's a reason, obviously, that I want to bring it up was just that. Uh, it was uh, White Claw Wasted is the account or the hashtag maybe. And it says, never let anybody treat you like the lime White Claw in the variety pack. You are the black cherry White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think a lot of people feel that same way because the Trevor Wallace video, which I, I wanted to talk about later, which I really think also exploded there. At, they got tons and tons of free advertising from that video. But he said like, it's like, what do you mean mango doesn't come in the variety pack? You're lucky I fuck with black cherry. <laughs> <laughs> but my friend, like, on my post, I was surprised by, like, a yeah, number of people, people that were, say, like, like, coming like, in defense lime. of lime. And, but, but the funny thing that I thought of, the people who were, like, really, except for, like, one person who, like, really came to bat for lime, are all people who mix it with something mix else. Mix it with, like, a Yeah, like, the one person puts something. it with tequila. Yeah. Somebody said they drink it with vodka. Like, why do you need to add alcohol yeah, to, to your alcohol? To alcohol, yeah. I, that's that's a, another weird trend that's, I, I, I it's hope, not a mixer. soon. Yeah, that's like, like uh, you're just going to get wasted. Yeah. I mean, um. it's like it's not a LaCroix. You're not just mixing your vodka with like a, with a seltzer water. You're, right. You're mixing it with basically a beer. Yeah. And I don't hate the lime. It's just like my, you know. It's, yeah, because the other flavors are so good. Like I'll, like I said, I'll drink lime if I need to. I like, bet lime would be good with like a fresh lime in it, like a squeeze of like. Yeah, add a little bit more citrus to it. But yeah, so that Trevor Wallace video, he was a pretty big, um, you know, YouTube comedian like uh, Trey Kennedy or someone like that that Chelsea and I recently got into. The first um, video of his that I saw was like that guy who never leaves his hometown, and I thought it was hilarious. Um, but he did a White Claw one where it's like, he's just like, what's this, White Claw? And he like cracks it sitting at the pool, and all of a sudden like the camera cuts, and it's him with the White Claw with like bleach blonde hair and like just like all looking totally like a bro in like a pastel like button down shirt. To match the white claw, and he's like, you know, just got goes on the whole tangent, and he's like, he's like, 
what do you mean you're clean and sober? These are clean and sober. It's like, I feel more hydrated when I drink these. It's like, this is like, <laughs> he's like, this is like, uh, like all sorts of like comparisons. Like a lot, like Lime Rita that went to college might've been from that. Or like, you know, yeah. this is like a, a four, like a rich person's four loco or something. He's like, I don't know what seltzer is, but it sounds rich. Like, <laughs> and like all the stuff that he's like on his balcony and you just hear him yell like, Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, and then that phrase just like took off. So, oh, like, there's people, like people selling t-shirts. Yeah, and so he's he and... sold t-shirts and got a cease and desist yeah. from from White Claw itself, which I don't I don't know why they would do that honestly, because him and then all of this other social media and podcasts like us hopping on, like we're doing a whole podcast about White Claw now, and we've talked about them before. Obviously, if we just mention what we're drinking, but. I don't ever see White Claw commercials. They occasionally have like a nice stand at the grocery store and there are bars and stuff like that. But I looked at their social media. They only have 72,000 followers on Instagram, which is nothing for a brand that's this huge right now. But all it is is like I just sent you the article today. It's just this fan created content is blasting off like today. Someone made a mock up of like a ranch flavored White Claw and it went viral and there's all these articles about it. Like so they're just getting all of this free media mentions from fans being fans of this drink and like that's how it took off and it's just like culturally it almost went viral in real life basically like like that's an example of a brand i don't know if they stumbled into it or seeded these things uh, but either way bravo or brava well they do (laughs) like i one of the articles i was reading was talking about how white claw really they kind of they carved the uh like the concert venue market. Mm. Like they were like at stadiums. Like I think there was like one that was like, they have like White Claw Wednesday at some like minor league baseball, baseball stadium, stadium somewhere yeah. in like Sugarland, Texas or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but that, I mean, their, the concert venue was specifically like the one thing it was like, that's where like they're gaining the most traction. Really? And it's kind of nice because you think about like, I mean, it makes sense. It's like, well, especially you, in the summer, you're drinking, it's hot you're, out. It's, it's hot. You yeah. feel, feel kind of hydrated. Like, I mean, we say that. Like, I really don't get hungover when I drink. No, I don't, like, e- I don't either. Like, Saturday was a prime example. Like, I don't want to say, like, we just drank all day. But, like, we really did. Like, we went to my cousin's. We had, like, I mean, it's this... not like we were just pounding drinks. But we no. were drinking, like, from the time we got there until the time we went to bed. Yeah, it was, and, like, a like, nice, like, we had, like, a little, fa- I had, like, a little family reunion with my cousins this weekend. It's, so, like, my siblings were there, my cousins. Like, everyone was there hanging out. And we're just, like, drinking some White Claws. and Right. Yeah, no, we, I woke up the next day. I was tired when I woke up because we slept on an air mattress. But, yeah, well. <laughs> um, but I was definitely not hungover. And I felt like, and I typically, on the weekends now, like, if I am drinking, just if we're hanging out at, the, at our place or your place or at a friend's place or something, I'll bring a White Claw or pack of them or we'll all just drink them here. Yeah, the pool I, has them. Yeah, exactly. And not I, I don't. That. I don't typically get hung over so i think that like people feel healthier and i and obviously there is a big health <laughs> health trend nowadays too in 2019 well, for sure like people the low being carb, more, more like, conscious of um what they're doing to their bodies what they're eating and this compared to like a beer like two grams of carbs versus a beer probably has 15 to 30 yeah, um, an ipa at least yeah exactly so and that was like the trendy drink of yesteryear 
So people were kind of like, whoa, like I gained a lot of weight. Oh, what's this? Oh, wait, it's healthy for me and it tastes good. Like, yeah. I think it's it's kind of like the, the best of both worlds. <laughs> I wouldn't worlds. say it's healthy for you, but, well, like, but I know, but as like, opposed to beer. Yeah, exactly. It's a healthier alternative and it tastes good, which, you know, in the past people are used to like. Yeah, like uh, Mick Ultra gluten, or something. Beer, it's garbage. Or like Mick Ultra, like you have to put like suck. lime in it or right. something to make it taste better. My grandma better. salted her Mick Ultra, so <laughs> she still does yeah. probably. Actually, that's one of my bullet points is fucking carbs yeah exactly (laughs) because that's like really so it's such a big thing that people are watching now with the advent of the keto diet and just even people who in 2019 are just like whoa like i need to do something (laughs) yeah and we all know like we know that beer is carb heavy we know like you know even back to like the old school like taste great less filling kind of ad that was like one of the beers i forget which one it yeah, was like a light, light yeah beer of some sort. but it's like you know you've got light beers and but light beer like you could still drink even if i still drank four light beers i would feel heavy and like oh yeah just gross because well, it's wheat filled and it's there's all of that it's still carbs and this is you know and everyone asks like well what is it is it vodka and seltzer i'm like no but i didn't know so i had it's it led malt. to me looking and it was it was uh Purified carbonated water alcohol. So, like, what's the alcohol but it's from? A, but it's a... Uh, I read about it today. It's a, some sort of, like, sugarcane malt. It's malt, yeah. Alcohol, it's though, gluten-free like, malt. gluten-free. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, so me being gluten-free is kind of how we fell into drinking these. And then the whole rest of the world being health-conscious kind and of now fell clearly into people it. are listening to this podcast <laughs> and they knew right that white claws were delicious yeah exactly like well chelsea and connor the two guys from drunk marketing Mm -hmm. i referred to myself as a guy well you know the colloquial guys um i'm part of the i'm part of the problem here in america (laughs) um but no like i sometimes i get mad like when you go to a bar and like you don't they don't have white claws and you're just like come on it's like this is a i get pissed and especially or if they have if you're gonna have a bud light you're gonna have you should have white claw it's not like some weird like you know lime maritas was something like i wouldn't expect a bar to carry right but like this is like well so when i was in fenway i was like do you guys have white claws and they're like no we have trulies and which turned out it was okay because um sam adams owned truly yeah. which is boston based so i was like okay i guess that makes sense but yeah if i go out somewhere and they don't have white claws or i go to a restaurant or something like that and i'm looking at the list or like the bottle list and white claws not on there I'm like, yeah, I'm not happy about it. And I end up ordering like a vodka soda or something like that because, or like some sort of cocktail, but it's, yeah, it's, it's so it's to the point where I think everyone kind of, kind of feels that way. Um, but I just Googled white claw right now and there's like so many news hits from like a day ago, five days ago. Like you can now play a claw machine for white claw at El Jefe in Scottsdale five days ago. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like, and then just even like Chicago Sun-Times, hard seltzer bubbles up as a boozy beverage of summer 2019. Yeah, I think that's one of the articles that Salon, I read. Salon, it's a white claw summer, like it or not. I mean, it's just literally like people are too. just, <laughs> well, people like whether it's like audience created content and now the media is just hopping on it because it's like literally everywhere right. on social media. And like you said so. there, so you said how many, like how many people were, um, well, that's the white, that's the hashtag. So how many people do you say White Claw has like followers? Oh, it was the 72,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Not even 100,000. And they're not doing anything special. Like there's nothing special. There's, I don't ever see social ads for them. 
I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, they're saving so much money on marketing dollars because it's like they're the kings of user-generated content right now. Yeah. Oh, the Halloween costume. Do we even talk about that? Yeah. There's a White Claw Halloween costume. I mean, it's all <laughs> just, this is all audience generated. And it's like the dream as a marketer where you just put your feet up and you just watch what your audience creates because they love your product so much, you know? <laughs> and it's even to the point of like, like at fish shows, like all of fish Twitter during summer tour was tweeting about white claw and it started to get like the people were like, Oh, this is so annoying. Like only bros drink this and type deal. So it actually started to get haters, which is huge for a brand. Like they're still like talk cause they're still talking about the brand and then people pick sides. I mean, and that just like galvanizes the, the audience even more. I mean, I had a friend come over recently and he's like, yeah, I think, I don't know. He's like, I think this hard seltzer thing is pretty overrated. And I was like, ah, it's pretty good. I was like, I have to drink it because I'm gluten free. But here, why don't you try some? And by the end of the night, he had drank like two. And he's like, yeah, these are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's like very, like, I don't know. I feel like my parents is, uh, my parents aren't going to jump on that bandwagon. Although you never know. They like a good bandwagon. Um, but like, you know, they, they like their liquor. Yeah. Um, oh, I had my dad try a black cherry one, and I've been thinking that he would like it because he likes sugar, and he was like, "Nah, that tastes like medicine." So I got to get him to like maybe try another flavor, but I can see where black cherry some people because that used to be the flavor of like cough medicine and stuff. Yeah, I know that. Like, I mean, I know some of the other brands like definitely to me taste more medicinal, and like then the sweetener also tastes like art. That you can there's kind of like an artificial Art taste to it. Yeah, but that's again this that's like real, another cell. This has real cane sugar. Yeah, right? another thing of mm-hmm. like reason I like white claws is because the flavor is like really just tastes like like the raspberry I'm drinking now. Just tastes has like a really great strong raspberry taste. Mm-hmm. I love raspberry things in general. It's like one of the flavors I would gravitate to. Right. Um, in life, so like I'm super happy about it. I don't feel like it's and, and I hate cherry things typically, and yeah. I don't like I have an aversion to cough syrup in life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can't take liquid medicine ever and cherries. But do you like, like the black cherry? But I love the black cherry yeah. white claws and like. <laughs> it's like you fuck with black cherry. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I mean, raspberry and mango are probably my two favorites. Yeah. I love the mango one too. I can't, I wish they would put that one in the variety pack. So where do you think that white claw goes from here? Like in their marketing and their, their product team meetings right now, like what's their plan for fall 2019, winter 2019 and going Pumpkin back? Pumpkin spice. But do you think White Claw? Like, do you think they're actually thinking of like a forward? We need to do something for these, or are they just—they've literally to this point rode the wave of. Glad <laughs> like, you pointed to. Yeah, it. I like the wave on their logo. They've just rode it into like you know they got they did what they could because it's owned by Mark Anthony, which does like Mike's Hard Lemonade. So they already know distribution. They got into bars and yeah, picks like concert venues is like their lead thing and whatever. They got into bars and grocery stores and whatever. But so do you think there's a plan for the fall or just keep stocking it and people will keep drinking I it? I just told you. Pumpkin spice. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to. No, like I, I mean, said, I they're think so you'll tr- see They're like, so tried and true to their flavors. Yeah, like, you'll are see they like, gonna, bon- maybe you'll see like some fall like cranberry, maybe. From like another, another one? Yeah, because right now yeah. there is a cranberry rosemary or cranberry something pomegranate, I don't know, um, flavor of one of them. Yeah. And that's it's one of the ones that has like a, a an herb in it too, like rosemary yeah. or I don't like those ones are just you're trying to do too much. Yeah. But like I mean, I'm the type of person like I love like a good cranberry mimosa on Thanksgiving, so 
I don't know. I could maybe get behind if the flavor is right. I could get behind some kind of cranberry flavoring for that one. Um, but the, uh, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't, I feel like maybe they're just sitting in there with like a shrug emoji, like on the whiteboard projected because they're like, I don't know. Let's just fucking see what happens. Yeah, just and, keep producing white claw. Keep yeah, it, like, let's like, get it. This, get it get like it our only goal right now is to keep this, the shelf stocked. So like, I went to Eric's grocery bag the other day. It's like my local little, like, it's a little convenience store, but they have a huge beer and wine selection. Well, not really wine, but they have a huge beer selection, especially a huge craft beer selection. But there was a huge, like, non-refrigerated display of White Claws and Trulies, but the White Claws were, like, almost gone, gone. and the Trulies <laughs> were there. And then in the refrigerated section, only Trulies were available. Refrigerated, there were no White Claws. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of, like, the, the Pounder single can White Claws, um, and Trulies in like the the cooler for like you know next to the craft beer where you can just yeah, buy like just a buy, single like a single tall boy or whatever. Yeah, those are sitting in there. I'll just like, mix and match your mix and match your package. Um, but yeah, that's I mean I just that little and I wonder little too, deli grocery store thing like on the was, corner. Yeah, and you can that's an example where you visibly can see the difference in sales of White Claw versus Truly. But I've gone to places that just have Truly. And I'm wondering if, like, Truly's owned by Sam Adams, Bon & Viv's owned by Anheuser Busch, and I wonder if they try to like because of the popularity of White Claw, if they get in with like a certain chain of like you know a convenience store like Circle K, and they're like, listen, we want you to only just stock Truly. Like I've been at the Speedway, or I went somewhere recently, and they only had Truly. Yeah. Like with no sign of White Claw ever. Like it was even the existing. one by my house. The... Yes. Yeah, the marathon by your place, and yeah. I wonder if like you know Speedy Foods or whatever that is, if they like try to enter could... like a contractual agreement that says. Could but you... then at the same time, like you don't say like you can have Bud Light if you don't have Miller Light. Could you keg this? You hundred percent could keg it. I mean, it's carbonated. Yeah. Like it would why? Flow. Yeah. Like why can't we see it on a tap? Like that'd be amazing. Like that's what they should. That's, that's what their what marketing team do. should be thinking about yeah, right now. Yeah, on is, tap, wait, is seeing it on tap. And well, just like, follow the craft fear craze because people could get you know what they the could growler do? of it. You know what they could bring back? Party balls. I don't even know what that is. So when I was in like high school, maybe like maybe even wasn't even a thing. Like, but I remember my sister and her friends getting party balls. So it was like this little miniature keg you could buy at the grocery store, and it was a sphere, and it was filled with beer, and it came with a like a. a like a hand pump mm-hmm. and then a tap like and you were just like you didn't have so like normally if you got a keg you'd have to rent a tap and like do the whole thing if you're like yeah, yeah. getting a keg of beer but this party ball came with like a wow know, like, the whole a pump and everything an, was set up yeah and it's like they could reintroduce like a beach ball type party ball with a white cloud like sphere on the side yeah. and like reintroduce that like well i think right now the people like the white cloth fans are so excited about it right now it'd be a great time to start doing a new product launch like that something that's unique not like we new flavors blah 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 like no one really cares about that they're like well no i like grapefruit anyway so i don't really care but like i think something a unique product like that whether it's summer themed or like a throwback to something or just start creating your own content but they could get like the older demographic because i think it's definitely like the younger demographic is drinking white claws yeah people in their um, 20s and like college age yeah like, even like early 30s whatever but yeah, like millenn- yeah millennials and yeah. gen z are right now are driving this this trend for sure right. but i feel like if they wanted to capitalize on like the like grow like, their market yeah, yeah like like har- like hankering they're uh hearkening back to that party ball era would be a super cool 
Yeah. Marketing plans. So listen, White Claw, bring back a White Claw party ball for... Ooh, party claw. Party claw. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no laws and you're drinking party claws. And like the logo's already kind of rounded and you yeah, can Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's like you, you make know. a sphere out of it and it's yeah. just like... Then you're just... Instead of having to pick up like a six pack or a 12 pack, you just... Just pick up a party I don't, ball. Like, I think a party ball was like the equivalent of like a 30 pack, maybe. Oh, really? Well, yeah, that would be great to have. Just like if like you buy it on a Friday and you finish it Saturday night or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just put it in your fridge and... Yeah. I don't know. I like that idea. White Claw. There you listen, go. I don't know if you listen because I don't really know what you guys are doing from a marketing standpoint, but you got a really good designer, a really good like food scientist and really good distributing. That's what you did. <laughs> and then it just caught on like <laughs> wildfire. Yeah. So, so make a party ball. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know that I ever drank from a party ball, but I know what it is. So well, there's that. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea. Like, I think that'd be super fun. If for I mean, now it's like summer's almost over, so we're just fucked. But it could be pumpkin. You can make a pumpkin, like jack-o'-lantern. I don't think they need to, like... I don't think they need to put themselves in, like, the box of a summer drink, you know? No, that's what I mean. Like, you'd make a jack-o'-lantern. But not even... Why put yourself in the box of a season? Why not just release, release a ruby grapefruit? People fruit? like... They do, but I feel holiday. like Holiday. Like, think about Christmas sale and shit like that. People love that, like... Or, like, people like ugly Christmas sweater, whatever. It's like, people get into holidays. Yeah, people but do you get change into that. your, do no, you change you your flavors? Have, no, not oh, at all. Okay. It's like black cherry, like, whatever. It doesn't okay, matter. Lime. Okay. But it's just in a pumpkin... It's a okay. sphere. There's yeah, so yeah. many spheres, like like a Christmas ball. They like could, an ornament. Yeah. Like yeah. there's so many things they could make to like season, like to, to put seasonality behind that. But do they have to? I don't know. Because I'm sure at Thanksgiving this year, like if I am drinking something, it's going to be, if it's not wine, wine it's going to be white claws. white claws. I know. And I, we drank white claws all winter too. I mean, they were still at the grocery stores. Like I remember in the winter, I remember saying to you at the end of last summer, what are we going to drink when it becomes winter? And we try, we like drank red wine occasionally. Yeah. And like the warmer stuff or, but then we like eventually just started buying hard seltzer again. Cause I was well, like, and there's an ease of it too. Cause it's like, you know, you can't buy beer. So it's like, you're getting a six pack. You have individual cans, like right. just like when you open a bottle of wine, we don't wine, have to make a mixed like, drink, open a bottle. We don't have to go through a bottle of wine and then be like, well, we have to, like we have to it. drink this entire bottle of wine because right. otherwise it's going to go bad. Right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but still. Well, I know, but like you could recork it or, you know, if we feel like we didn't get enough versus like, oh, uh, we could just get a variety pack and know yeah. we have enough. And yeah, it's, it is, there's a huge convenience factor to it because you're right in the winter previously before I was gluten free, I wouldn't have stopped drinking beer. I would have just got a six pack of another IPA or maybe a Christmas ale once it got to Christmas time. Yeah. But with this, like, I'm not going to stop drinking hard seltzer yeah. just because the temperature is I like raspberries cooler. in the winter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like <laughs> I don't not get like raspberry gelato or like lemon. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Sorbet. Just well, there's it's... like those raspberry filled chocolates. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, like that. So yeah, I don't see it. It'll probably slow down a bit because like white claw summer will be over. Yeah. But I can still see people being like, wait a minute, I don't want to stop drinking these, which is kind of like where I was winter 2018. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, like we were drinking them. I'm trying to think, weren't we drinking them at New Year's? Probably. Well, we got rosé, but I think we got... Like at the venue, though. Probably. Yeah, I assume we did. Either that or vodka sodas. 
but yeah um i definitely know that through the winter like even just like here if we were hanging out like i would go get white claw truly yeah just like if we were just hanging out playing cards like that's what i'd get and get and drink because it's just so much easier like you said i think that's 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 a big piece for me it's just the convenience of that can yeah um so the party ball is not going to be as convenient for you but for no but i like that for like a group gathering or like it's kind of like a something different to do. It could be a cool centerpiece to put on ice. I've been seeing like some really fun, like I forget which um, it's, I think it's a beer. It's like a craft beer pack where the, um, the cardboard is insulated and you can put ice in it and they show you how to like open up the case and make it into like a cooler or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so something like that would be fun for them from especially like they're going towards you know, that summer cool drink. Like, a, like if you had like a summer wedding and you had like an ice sculpture and like my mom, did my mom? Yeah, she was talking about the brooks of the, the shrimp. The shrimp with the Brookside logo. Yeah. So imagine if you had an ice sculpture with the White Claw logo on it, and you could like it was it was holding White Claws, so you could just pull them out of the bottom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like a fountain, like a White Claw fountain, but. No, like I'm thinking like a sculpture that also works as a cooler with the White Claw logo. I on like it. that. Yeah, that I could like be... the shrimp one too. I mean, well, she was shrimp, talking... yeah, the shrimp one sounded good. <laughs> it actually reminded me of uh, the Good Place. Because of how much oh. she likes she like shrimp. <laughs> she got, like, that pop machine with shrimp in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that, I think those ideas are, are great. But, see, even still, we're sitting here. We don't work for White Claw. We're sitting here coming up with ideas for them. And I think it just Wait, shows we've that. Just, like, had, like, we've just recorded a 32-minute long commercial. For White Claw, basically. For Soul Planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing. But, um, <laughs> like, they... It just shows the the power of user-generated content, which is something that since I've been in marketing, people have talked about. You want user-generated content, create user-generated content, harness the power of it. But it's always just been like, okay, guys, take a picture with your thing and you'll win a $10 gift card and we'll maybe repost you. Hooray. Yeah. Did you make a a dip with our product? Yeah, exactly. But White Claw never asked for user-generated content. And it's like in everyone's Instagram story, they're posting pictures of white claws that all of a sudden like famous like youtubers are posting full videos devoted to it and then all of a sudden like uh the media is like starting to publish articles about it and it's like all of this user-generated content happened so fast for them and they didn't ask for any of it um it just was like one of those things like the internet in 2019 it just like happened so fast that (laughs) it just kind of became its own like almost like out of White Claw's control, it became its own animal. Like they had to do the cease and desist to a couple of people for using their their logo, basically. Um, <laughs> so, which is a good problem to have, you know, because they got so much free advertising out of that stuff. It's just, I don't know. I guess it's as a as a marketer, that's uh, that's basically the dream. So that's Chelsea's taking a picture of our White Claws tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to, but it's really bad composition in the background. Well, it's not good lighting in this room either, so... No. I have, don't worry, I have like 20 more white claws in the fridge, so... <sighs> Excuse me, we can always, uh... We can always do different lighting, or we can tell the the Google lights downstairs to, to get some good lighting on there. Yeah. So, we can do stage lighting. Well, I was just thinking, like, for, like, it, it's not terrible podcast advertising right now, like, given the popularity of white claw to... We'll hop on that train. Pop it right, like, and pop it into some of those channels, like shamelessly i mean it's something that people are going to recognize and stop because they have an affinity for they're going to stop scrolling on their feed when they see that claw when they see that wave crashing so unless it's a lime 
but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess people like lime. I don't know. I there's those people like God bless them, and they can have all the lime. But I wouldn't buy a want. lime Lacroix, like no, or even really a lemon lime or a lemon Lacroix. Like that's not my like favorite. Citrus isn't necessarily, although I like the grapefruit. Um, citrus flavors aren't technically something that I gravitate to in in life. So right, you know, maybe there's just well, so people imagine out there. like an orange white claw, like a blood orange. Yeah, what do you think about that? If it was blood orange, I think that could be that could yeah, be acceptable. It caves a little bit. Yeah, it's got, well, there's like a sweetness to like blood orange, but I don't know that that's far enough off from ruby grapefruit to to distinguish, like have its own distinguish. It's like there's no strawberry because like you've got raspberry and right. like raspberry, we all know raspberry is like the most superior berry. Right. When you're at the grocery store and it's like, well, if, imagine what about if, like, the- like strawberries, blueberries, blackberries and raspberries were all the same price at the grocery store. Like you're always going to buy raspberries or black raspberries. But yeah. Well, well, yeah. Um, well, imagine if there was like a blueberry flavored one. Gross. I know, but like the blueberries ar- are gross. artificial flavored blueberry, like the blue candy flavored. I don't like blueberry anything. Like you don't like blue like dum dum suckers or blue Jolly Ranchers. No, because those blue- are black. Ra- those are blue raspberry. Blue raspberry, flavor, not blueberry. Oh yeah, blue raspberry. So imagine there's a blue raspberry flavor that comes out. That's just artificial though. Like yeah. there are no such things as blue raspberries. I know, but I really like that flavor. Blue is always my favorite flavor of candy growing up. Yeah, blue's a good flavor of candy for sure. And like popsicles and stuff. Like I was all about the blue. <laughs> yeah, maybe banana. Like when you get I'm to. <laughs> <laughs> carbonated banana <laughs> well i like banana popsicles though like yeah, i mean that's true it's not that far off yeah like banana runs like banana flavor i don't think i'd it's i don't think i'd want to drink a uh, banana because there's really I would, not like i would a, avoid the banana runs i like bananas i like banana milkshakes i don't know bananas and chocolate i like and like no one wants to drink an apple flavored anything, no, no, especially because you've cider. got like hard cider, hard yeah. cider, and it's already kind Cider's of its own got thing. It's like it's a patent on that. Like they're they got that locked down. Yeah, like so you've got citrus, you've got berries. I mean, maybe like dragon fruit or something like a little bit fun. No, because then you're getting no, because then you're getting into the truly Bonaviv territory of like this, like what the fuck's dragon fruit? Fruit, you know, like yeah, star all, fruit, yeah, kiwi. Yeah, well, that kiwi wouldn't be bad. Kiwi wouldn't be bad. Kiwi, yeah. st- if they were did something like maybe a kiwi strawberry. I haven't seen a kiwi strawberry flavor one. I don't think that would be good. Kiwi, I like kiwi strawberry as a as a. Yeah, like I used to drink kiwi kiwi strawberry snapple used to be my jam. Mm, that like in good. high school, that was like what I would drink. Yeah, that sounds good. We're a New Yorker through and through. Drinking snapples. Yep. All um, right. Well, after this forty-minute ad for. <laughs> for white claw i think we can call it quits but the takeaway is that their marketing team is really just kicking their feet up right now and because the the user generated content for them has just really taken off and made them millions and millions of dollars well you didn't give me yours like i gave you my ideas i don't want to go too crazy if you don't have any that's fine of what they're doing no like what what should they do like if you could give them an idea right now if I could give White Claw an idea right like now, I just it would I give be, them the party ball, and the seasonal. Well, for, I, I would just go partner with these influencers and these people who are like call up Trevor Wallace right now and be like, let's do more of these videos, yeah. because like you have that video got millions of views and like like throw them a couple bucks because who cares right now and start spending a little bit to get to be become even more ubiquitous and like dive into those other markets and or just keep pushing it like you know have him do like a a fall video where he's still drinking white claws and stuff like that you know yeah like like partner with these influencers and these people are 
actually ask for that user-generated content because right now people are just doing it on their own. But if you incentivize it or do something like you're gonna, you just it can only go up, you know. So if you actually do some of those marketing user-generated content best practices or partner with influencers or partner with other brands or advertise or just do anything with your money or shit spend all that extra revenue and just go to the bahamas and buy a house and just watch the money pile up i don't know (laughs) because that seems to be working right now (laughs) and i'm gonna keep giving them money because i love the product (laughs) yeah it's good and there's a whole culture around it now that i can get behind yeah i hope they don't like please white claw if you're listening don't like let's let's get rid of the skeletons in your closet like let's not have a scandal I can't, I don't want to have to ban you. Oh, God. That'd well, be terrible. Had, they own Mike's Hard, and that's been around forever. Yeah, so yeah it's good. I assume that it's probably an okay company. So, And Mike's Hard did advertising. And remember, I remember them trying to appeal to men, like, it's hard lemonade, and they'd slam it down and, like, you know. And I don't know that I've ever had a Mike's Hard lemonade in my life. I don't know that I have either. But that's, you know, whatever. There's a market for it, for, like. That 18-year-old girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> We don't condone teen drinking, but we watched an 18-year-old girl drink Mike's Hard. We won't say who she is or where it was, but um, anyway. So it happened. Yeah. Yeah, I, and now I'm mad because I had one other question that I wanted to ask you, but I can't remember it, so it doesn't no. matter. It's over now. Anyway, <sighs> cheers to you, White Claw. You did it. Good job. <laughs> anyway, I'm Connor, and you're Chelsea, but this is Drunk Marketing, and I messed that up. This is Drunk Marketing. I'm Connor. I'm Chelsea. Cheers. cheers.